Hello, this is the Crush Monocle Podcast. I'm your host, Coop. This is my co-host, John. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show where we talk about stuff. All the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly music and things that we don't really know much about. <laughs> yeah, don't know anything. I don't know we're why. Not really, <laughs> we we're not really good at intros yet. We're not, oh, we're amazing yeah. at intros. Yes, the best ever. <laughs> the best ever. <laughs> so, uh, while you're listening to this podcast, it is actually August 1st, but you're not going to be hearing it August 1st, you're going to be hearing it in September, because I am very, very busy, and I'm not sure if I'll have enough time to wrangle guests and do research and other podcast-related stuff by the time September would come around. Do you want to tell your so, listeners why? Um, I have a relative who's getting married, and I'm going to be gone for like a week, because it's in Florida. And then uh, when I come back from that, it's going to be like the last week of August, the first week of September. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I come back, hopefully I'll have my Riot Fest uh, press credentials and I'll be covering Riot Fest for beardedgentlemanmusic.com. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm excited because it's like my first show that I've been going back to since the last Riot Fest. Oh, for like real? 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I had tickets for uh, Failure, and I didn't get to go, and I had tickets for Zola Jesus and The Cult. Oh, wow. Um, but I actually forgot that I had those, and I missed that show. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So, have they yeah. announced the Riot Fest lineup yet? They have, It's uh, and they even added some extra, okay. some extra people. So, who are you most stoked about? Uh, I'm actually just stoked to see live music in general. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, the headliners are going to be uh, My Chemical Romance reunited, uh-huh. um, Nine Inch Nails, okay. and uh, the OG Misfits again. This will be like the third time seeing them, but that's okay. I wonder who's in Trent's live band these days. Um, I know that Atticus guy or whatever Atticus his name is. Ross. Yeah, but, but I don't really care about him. Usually, Who I cares mention, about him. He's usually good at finding like amazing drummers, but like. Yeah. He's kind of fallen off on that lately. So, yeah, I the last the last time I saw Nine Inch Nails was at Riot Fest, like in those in 2017 or 18. Were you covering um, it for the site too? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, our photographer Judy. Yes, Judy. Uh, shout out! The, shout out to Judy. She does amazing photos. Yes, she, she even got uh, got in the in the the photo pit for Nine Inch Nails, and they weren't allowing everybody there. Oh wow! Okay, so cool, I don't know cool. who she had to murder to uh to get in there but she did and she got some cool shots but um my point was i couldn't see who the band was because the whole show was just strobe lights the entire time did they get a night slot i assume right they were yeah, probably headliner right or it's yeah they were headliners yeah. oh that was amazing though because it was uh, it went from ministry mm-hmm. to to new order oh cool to nine inch nails like the on yeah, that stage very cool very cool very <laughs> cool i like that yeah, it was great. Nice. Um, so this is a, a show where we talk about all the stuff, and if you've listened this far, this is like the 15th episode, I think. You always know that we uh, discuss what we've been listening to. Um, being that this is in August, not September, I apologize, it's not <laughs> brand new music for September, but uh, what have you been listening to the past month, John? Um, so something that dropped, uh, I guess, the last Friday of July, I don't know the exact date, is uh there's a band called wombo and they're not the band name's not the most amazing thing but whatever um they are like a trio i think they're out of austin 
Anyways, they do stuff that sounds like deer hoof mixed with broadcast, mixed with like a titch of like maybe pixies ish. Oh, cool. Uh, female fronted or whatever we're supposed to say regarding that these days. And then, um, but it's really cool. It's just kind of like off kilter, kind of funky. It's not like funky in like a like uh, like dissonant way, you know, like a post punk kind of right. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're really cool. Um, kind of stumbled upon them like three four months ago, and then just had my eye out for their new album, and it dropped on Friday. It's cool. If you like oh, nice. if you like Deer Hoof, then you'll love this I band. Do. So, yeah, I like uh, how spontaneous a lot of that stuff is. Like you don't. Yeah, it's kind of hard to really pinpoint a genre right. anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Deer Hoof is its own genre. Yeah. So. No shit. <laughs> yeah. So like Wombo is kind of like Deer Hoof Junior ish, <laughs> but like different vibes a little bit. So, right. Um, going for the spontaneous stuff, what I listened to, uh, the most in the month of, uh, of August, I mean, July, <laughs> is, <laughs> um, Hell, Hellfire, the new record from Black Midi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Black Midi is, I can't really, I don't know any other band they're like. To be honest, they're so freaking weird. Right. It's kind of jazz. It's kind of industrial. It's kind of experimental. It's super duper weird. Yeah. Um, but this record, uh, it's it's kind of like a sequel to the last record they had. Right. But I mean, I think did you like the last as, record too? I did. I love. I love the the last record. I. It's not a sequel. I think I don't know if they recorded it together, but it's kind of like a companion. Sure. To this sure, album. it sounds so, similar, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, man, it's just it's just really good. It's really really weird, and the funny thing about it is, it makes me want to record stuff. <laughs> what do you mean it, by like, that? Me, like, like track I want to be own... creative. Okay, okay, it, like yeah, inspires I, I you want... or whatever. Yeah, like it really inspires me to like yeah. create stuff. But <laughs> my stuff is just noise in a bad way. When I record it. <laughs> I mean, everybody's stuff is noise. It just depends on the listener, right? Yeah, but mine's like bad noise because I don't have a I don't have a drum kit and I can't record anything unless I have a drum uh, kit. Do you, can you play the drums? I can, not great, but I mean I can manage. Right, um, right, right. Well, our theme song features drums by me. Oh, those are your <laughs> drums? I figured you just it's, did like a drum machine. No, that's a real kit. Okay, so you not... can actually kind of play because that's a decent beat. I just figured it was like a sample. No, it's it's a real beat, but I use it like a sample. It's like a three second. Oh, so you like nailed the part for like, and then just looped it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of it's so it's kind of both. Right. But that's my thing because I don't have drums, so if I anything I record ends up sounding like Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> so. Fatboy Yeah, it. and Love it's it. not it. it's not 1998, so I can't record Fatboy Slim. So. <laughs> I mean, you can all you want. You know, we're gonna it's Fatboy Slim revivalist. You know. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before a great segue into our topic. Oh, here we go. Uh, before this record came out, actually, it was like a pre-order bonus for uh, Black Midi's previous record. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a EP of covers called Covercade, and it sucked. <laughs> um, I love this band. I will fight <laughs> to the death on this band. But that album was a joke. Yeah. They covered a song from Captain Beefheart. I don't listen to that, so I don't know right, whatever. Right. But they also cover Taylor Swift. 
um, which I thought should have been hilarious, or but it's just stupid, right? So, and that kind of brings me to our topic for this episode: <sighs> cover songs. <sighs> oh God! How do you feel about cover songs, John? Um, like, should I give my like full opinion right now? Uh, I mean, you can, and we can just like kind of pick it apart okay. as we go. Along. Oh, pick it apart like I'm full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I am. So, I mean. um, I I am all for cover songs if you make them your own. Okay. So I I am not at all interested in a straight across cover. I am not at all interested in a song that is is essentially the same tempo, same kind of elements, same kind of mm-hmm. all that shit. Like you, most bands. At least the bands we're probably going to talk about. Most bands have their kind of like sound or vibe or like style, right? Right. Yeah. And if you're going to cover a song, the only interest for me to hear that song, because obviously I can find this song wherever the fuck I want, right? Is right. if you put like your style on that song. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's where I'm at. If you want to cover a song, but actually like. I don't want to say rewrite, but reinterpret some of the elements of the song. Mm-hmm. Fucking yes, love it. But like, if you straight up just play the song, but you're just a different band and like the vocals are different and whatever, maybe the distortion's a little different or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> no, there's no, there's no reason for you to do that. There's there, no one asked for that. Like, not one person. Well, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle on that. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because uh, first of all, let's think about. The most generic cover ever would be like the Wallflowers doing Heroes from Godzilla. Oh, God. Okay, I I'm not really wild about that Bowie song. I'm you know I am a drop dead Bowie fan. Right, we know this. Like, we know this for sure. Right. For sure. Um, that's not even that great of a song from Bowie. Yeah, it's I okay. mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a kind of cash, maybe a little bit more knowledgeable boy fan, and like I'm like meh. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. So and the Wallflowers suck. Yes, they uh, do. Because they're super generic. I mean, I'm dude, not trying so to Dude, so fucking generic. Just, like, just so yeah, generic, dude. It's generic. That's what makes them bad. It's like, they don't sound bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, the right. guy's an okay singer, you know. The, you mean Bob the Dylan's kid? I, yeah, so he's got to be able to write a song, obviously. Uh, but when they covered that fucking song, it was just so... It, uh, it was just so generic. It's basically the wallflowers are like counting crows with a different singer. <laughs> For sure. For sure. You but more I mean? boring somehow. But even more boring because the counting crows at least had that distinctive singer. Yeah. That distinctive you want to singer. Strangle. And then like, yeah. you're like, this song's obnoxious, but not a, not as obnoxious where I want to turn it off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like the counting crows are so generic that like it's offensive, but you can still pick apart the elements you hate. <laughs> You know, like for sure, for sure. You know, like for sure. he kind of he sings. He kind of looks like the dog Muppet that plays the piano. You know what oh I'm talking my about? God, you're killing me. Yeah. So like, so that's distinctive, but I can't pinpoint distinctive stuff about the Wallflowers. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So if they do this like basic generic Bowie song yeah. that like Bowie sounds like he's bored to death. <laughs> Yeah. You're killing me. Yeah, okay. for sure. So I'm with you on that. Okay. But at the same time, okay. I'm also a big Cat Power fan. Okay, uh, okay, go okay. ahead. And I th- I think that she does too much with cover songs. Okay. You I, know what I mean? Like, Okay. Like, she, 
she okay let me explain okay like she does her own thing with songs and that's cool like you said to add your own element to it for sure but she freaking rewrites songs where there's like it's not even well that's a sample at that point you're fucking it's not a sample i know i know but you know what i mean like Okay, a great example of that is another soundtrack song, which will, will probably be a theme with this thing. Yeah. Um, when she did uh, I Found a Reason from the V for Vendetta uh-huh. soundtrack, yeah. the Velvet Revo- uh, Velvet Underground song. Yeah. Um, that's a cool, simple song from Velvet Underground. Right. And it's got like that cool kind of like early 60s vibe. For sure, for sure. She turns it into like a ballad that I don't even think has any of the original lyrics <sighs> in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is again, it's, I like the song. I like what she, I like what she's singing. But right. why pay all that money and make a cover? And you're just writing your own freaking song. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the thing. It's like you're definitely paying or getting permission or like you're like cutting royalties. You know, for every time. And it's just like if you're just gonna rewrite the song, then you're better off just like sampling pieces of it and sticking it in here and there or like whatever. You know or just mean? make your own music. Or just make your own fucking song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, can you think of a good cover offhand? Like, well, hold on. So there's one thing that I want to like talk about that I think has me like that. I when we brought up the fact that this was going to be like an episode, like the mm-hmm. first thing that came to my mind is like thinking about bands that were either like one hit wonders or how their like career, like you know kind of took off like because their first popular song was a cover yeah and i can think of like three just off the top of my head that i can name like like the chili peppers were like a thing right yeah right but then they did the stevie wonder bullshit you know yeah which i love that song from stevie wonder i higher ground i I don't want to get into a chili peppers argument and i know that (laughs) kiedis is a fucking piece of shit but, like, <laughs> I spent a good amount of time as a youth listening to Chili Peppers, and so right. I'm just, yeah. that's where I'm just going to leave it. Anyways, there's them. I can, like, Limp Biscuit, that cover right. of fucking Faith or whatever the fuck. Yep. yep. And then that led me directly to thinking about, like, do you remember the band Orgy and how, like, yep. that yep. was, like, their only fucking song, that Blue Monday right. cover that they did? Yeah. Like, how pathetic. Like, if I was a bit, like, I, look, it takes a lot of work to get signed, or at least nowadays it does. Back in the day, I think they just kind of gobbled up whoever the fuck they could, right? Right. But, like, how fucking pathetic, right? Like, think if you're right. an orgy, or whatever. Yeah, orgy's probably the best. And, like, they're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, like, orgy. And they're like, what? Oh, that, that was that one song. And they're like, oh, that wasn't even your fucking song. well well, that that brings up two elements though one they did put a hook in the song that didn't exist okay okay so blue monday like i love new order right but blue monday is a boring song no i yeah i know i know yeah so they kind of did their thing with it they did do their thing i'm like totally like uh you know like yeah whatever uh contradicting myself but at the same time i'm just saying like they put their own spin on it but like that's what they're famous for it's you a cover, freaking cover yeah, song. Yeah, that's how you got famous, and that's the only song that anybody remembers of you, you know, or yeah. whatever. And then that goes up into another thing, is when covers become gimmicks. Right. You know, um, like, look at, well, first of all, Van Halen. Again, we're all Van Halen fans here. Right. Really Got Me was their first big song. Right. It's a cover song. Yep. And even Ray Davies from The Kinks says, like, 
as far as I'm concerned, it's a Van Halen song. I mean, yeah. he's not wrong. You know, um, he said he even said one time that in the '80s, when the Kinks were still out doing their things, he said like some teenagers came to them after their show and like, "Well, we weren't expecting a Van Halen cover." <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, but he said that it, it, he wasn't offended. He thought it was cool yeah, because yeah, you know, yeah. hey, they, at least they knew the, they you know, knew the, the fucking song. Yeah, but um, okay, so like that's something that that's kind of like an orgy thing, mm-hmm. you know. But then the freaking gimmick of cover songs, I hate so much. Um, look at like Weezer doing Africa. Don't like, even. Don't fucking I mean, even. Like, I can make a full series on why I hate Weezer now. Yeah, no they, shit. <laughs> we could dedicate know, like, this podcast. I could jump on every month and just be like, fuck Weezer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, but like Africa. They do it so ironically. You know what I mean? Like, And the thing that sucks about at least that, what you're specifically talking about with Weezer, is like, they were kind of like slowly floundering. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were kind of just going away, yep. like it was going to be okay. No one was going to have to deal with Weezer again. And then right. that fucking happened, and now they're like, you know, I mean, that's I. They fucking, won't go away. Yeah, I took him. I took my little brother to go see Weezer and fuck, uh, Panic at the Disco. Okay, they were on like a fucking amphitheater tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so of all people. Well, too. I know. And so like everybody's there for fucking Panic at the Disco, like all the younger kids or whatever the fuck, right? And mm. then Weezer headlines and it's just like this total They're depressing. It, dude, I was just like what the they were like kicking beach balls into the crowd and it was the yep. I was just like what the fuck am I watching? Like it's depressing. Yeah. And then like they're fucking Songs that I liked from maybe Blue Album or Pinkerton sounded like fucking cover songs because it was just so fucking cheese dick. You know what it's I mean? So like they're gen- covering themselves so at this point. Yeah, you know? they're like a, like they're a tribute act to their own. Yes, band yes. When they play the good songs. Yes, exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. So um, look, look! I almost turned half the episode into a Weezer rant. <laughs> I, look, I'm I'm, ho- I'm biting my tongue right now because I just want to keep going. Sorry, um, uh, but. I will say that sometimes uh, cover songs can introduce you to a lot of uh, different stuff. Yeah, so for that's sure. cool. Like, for sure. um, another favorite of mine is Slayer. I got I really liked Slayer when I was a, like a kid, right. and I bought their their punk covers album in '96. Right. Um, I can't even think of it offhand, but it, it introduced me to all those hardcore punk songs that I probably wouldn't have ever listened to. For sure. For sure. In the late 90s, it wasn't like I can just jump on the internet and get them, you know? Right. So it was almost like a sampling, like, oh, these are the songs that inspired these dudes? Yeah. Well, this turned me on to hardcore, because I'm thinking of them as metal. Right. But since that record, they're like, hey, you know what? Slayer's actually more punk than they are metal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you think about Thrash, like, Thrash is very punk-adjacent, right? Like, Right, exactly. Yeah. It's probably closer to punk than Thrash. Yeah, I would have... I mean, than metal. At least as far as, like, you know, your cadences and, like, the way you're playing and stuff like that, like, I would totally agree with that, you know? But then, a lot of Thrash bands can also make a joke out of cover. Uh, Exodus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, absolutely love Exodus. Mm-hmm. But they always have those random covers that uh, is kind of funny at first. Right. But then you're, it, then it become like an obligatory thing. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like they did um, Pump It Up from Elvis Costello. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, it, and it was like back then. It was right. rad too. Like I like this song from Elvis, but right. 
you're like, why is this thrash band doing Elvis Costello? But then when they started doing like covers from Rolling Stones, right? They did like Lowrider, yeah, and stuff but just like, like thrashing it up, basically, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. just corny. Yeah, after no, all. that's I mean to go back to like I guess my first rant, like you know you can at least put some effort. Like you can't just like grab some. Th- if you're a thrash, let's just say you're a thrash band, you can't just yeah. grab some song and turn it into like a four four fucking you know, Orange County fucking punk beat thrash song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to, like, at least kind of stick to some, like, elements of, like... Yeah. You know. I just... I I don't... I don't really know how I feel about covers, to be honest, Mm -hmm. because I keep thinking of ones I don't like. Yeah, that... It's easier to find stuff you don't like than stuff that you like. What about when everyone lost their minds when Johnny Cash did Hurt? (sighs) I hate that song. Like the original or the Johnny Cash version? The original one, I don't even care. Like, did you know, every did you ever listen to Hurt on that album? By the time that song came on the album, you're like you're over that album anyway. Uh, I I was I, it piqued my interest again. Like when they dropped a video for it, it was just like a live video, right? You know, yeah. Like some of like it was cool watching like animals decay like while he sang that song. Yeah, that's a little gross, but yeah, now that you say that, I do remember. Yeah, that. see, so that's what like I mean. A so that's dog what, or whatever. yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like, oh, okay. But then, like, when Johnny Cash was kind of, like, doing his, like, farewell goth bullshit, whatever the fuck he was doing there for a second. Yeah. Right. That was pretty much his last album, wasn't it? Didn't you do, like, two more with Rick Rubin, and then he was kind of done after that or something well, like that? Well, he did, like, a series of cover albums, but no one cared about him. He was just literally doing songs that he liked. Yeah. That was cool. But he did, like, a trilogy of albums with, like, Rick Rubin, didn't right. he? Right. All the- yeah, they, they were all American covers series. or whatever? Okay, that's yeah, what it was. Okay. But that's the thing, though. But he died. Right, right. So when he died, then everyone's like, oh, wow, he knew he was dying. Right. The song takes on a different meaning. Right. It's like, no, he just he old. Fucking he, died. Just gonna, <laughs> he just died. The song's about heroin. It's not about dying. Right, right. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that was kind of cool, you know? I mean, I guess, like, what was that? Like, mid-90s, late-90s, 98, something like that? No, it was like 03. Was it? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, see? Or 05. Fuck me. Whatever you Yeah, died. okay, well, there you go. But I mean, I was—I I remember like seeing the video for it, and I don't know how I saw the video, being if it was like 2005, because I wasn't like sitting down and watching MTV or whatever. <laughs> well, you probably thought you heard from everybody. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I was fine with it. Like, I was like, "This is kind of cool. This dude's old and he's covering Nin. Like, okay, you know, like, yeah. I wasn't mad at it, but I didn't right. like lose my mind. I was just like, "Oh, this is cool. I guess, you know." It it kind of brings out the gatekeeper in you, though, doesn't it? To a degree, I don't know. I mean, not maybe. Okay, I'll gatekeep when it comes to like bands that I like grew up loving. Do you know what I mean? So like, anytime I hear this sounds so fucking lame and like mainstream, but like anytime I hear someone cover Nirvana, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. I it's so cringe. Yeah, or like, don't cover fucking Alice in Chains. Don't cover fucking Pearl Jam. Don't cover fucking Soundgarden. Don't cover Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Don't cover Stone Temple Pilots. Like, don't it? It does nothing for me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it just makes me hate that band that covered it. I don't know. Well, like, who who it tries to appeal to would just go listen to the real thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then because if they're not trying to appeal to me yeah. or you, right, right. they're they're doing the Weezer thing, so they're doing it ironically. Yeah, and then like, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't want to ironically listen to anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do not have time for that. Absolutely not. No, no, it's not I don't an option. Have time for that. <laughs> um, good covers. Um, 
I have a few. So I'm gonna, I want to I want to just throw one out there because like I didn't know it was a cover, and I think mm-hmm. we bring up our friend Kendon on this fucking podcast at least once an episode. So absolutely, here comes this fucking cameo, that bastard. Anyways, <laughs> um, there's a band called Gila Band that is <laughs> used to be called Girl Band, and they changed their name for you know obvious reasons. Obvious reasons, but. There's a song that they have that's uh, Why They Hide Their Bodies Under My Garage. Mm-hmm. And, like, I straight up assumed that that was just an original song. It's yeah. fucking gnarly. The video for it is spectacular. If anyone's listening to this, look up the video before you look up the song. The video is so good. It involves, like, a coroner and all kinds of just, like, dark blue shit. It's really cool. Anyways... Yeah. Kendon, who I, I think I showed him that band. If I didn't, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. He was like, this is a cover song. I'm like, I, I don't, I've never fucking heard this song before, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what I really, I guess I think it's super cool that a band has dug like deep enough into at least a catalog or, you know, found some random pop song that was maybe hot right. for a second and then it, you know, slowly disappeared or whatever. Like that's value to me. Like that. Right. You know, like I've never really heard this song or haven't ever heard this song and now you're covering mm-hmm. it. And so that makes you enjoy your version, which I think of as the original, which I shouldn't, and then right. go and seek out the original. You know, so it's right. like a like yep. a two part journey or whatever, you know. I that's that's really important because there's been a lot of time like I just mentioned Slayer turning me on to like right. you know, those hardcore punk bands or whatever. Right. But um even outside of hardcore, just stuff that sounds similar to the to a band's kind of vibe. Yeah, um, you know, we all know that I'm a big super drag guy. True that. Um, I'm always gonna bring them up. Yep. Uh, I heard they did a cover of a Teenage Fan Club song in 2003. Uh-huh. Uh, radio. I never even heard a Teenage Fan Club. I've heard of I've them, heard... and I have never like dug in deep enough to like, right. Know. Okay, yeah. but like this is O two, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty. I mean, I was like twenty years old or whatever. Right, so right. I, I was wasn't a kid. I probably should have known this band. Right. But uh, they turned me on to that. They their covers a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So they kind of you know do their thing with it for sure, and uh, it turned me into a Teenage cl- Fan Club fan. Uh, they also did. They were also the group that turned me on to Big Star. Oh, there you go. Um, nice, yeah. And I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, big star. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I don't. I mean, they're not um, hip to the hipsters, so I there's no other way I would ever be exposed to big star. Right, right. But they did a cover of September Girls in like oh eight or no wait two thousand nineteen ninety eight mm-hmm. or ninety nine. Yeah. Um, and they released it free on their website or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this song's really good. I thought it was their song. Yeah. Like, no, it's Big Star. So in 1998 or 99, I got turned on to Big Star. That's cool. You know? Yeah, that's... But see, now now it would have been easy to do that. Right. Because we have social media and whatever. Right. All right, could I tell you my, like, guilty pleasure cover song that I think... Absolutely. I shouldn't like it, but I think it's ten times better than the original. Do it. It's My Life by No Doubt. I, I love their cover that song because i Dude, that it was like song bounces and know. hits so much harder than the original the original is just like you're kind of like you know b-side dance club kind of you yeah, know like, like new wave yeah new wave goth kind of. kind of vibe 
like in their version, like fuck, it's pretty simple. I, you know, I go, here I go again, like contradicting <laughs> myself a little bit. It's very similar, like song structure wise, but like it just like it pops. Like no, they tightened it up. Yeah, yeah. They put that that Billy Jean Michael Jackson beat. Yeah, on like, it. yeah. It just like it bounces and like and that that freaking baseline. Yeah, yeah. With a little bit of extra kick <laughs> on it. And the thing that sucks is the only place I ever hear it, unless I like play it myself, is at the like, yeah. grocery store. Like that's right. the only fucking place yeah, right here. You know? That's like Karen music, you know? <laughs> For sure. No, they, they nail that song. No, that's that song a, is good. Uh I you know, I don't know much about Talk Talk. I think that's the name of the original. Yeah, yeah, group. yeah. Uh I like a lot of new wave stuff, but yeah. like that's a little too nerdy for me. Oh, that's a little <laughs> too deep, too deep for you. The deep yeah. Cut. So I didn't know. Well, right. like, whenever that song came out, like what a one or something, yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, I'd have like, to look ew, it why up. is no doubt still out? Yeah. Wait, this is this is kind yeah, of a it's bop. Actually, you know, veins. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we was just talking about like songs that people should never cover. Uh-huh. You don't cover um, distinctive things like, um, um, like Whitney Houston. Like, you don't cover Whitney Houston, but her biggest song was a Dolly Parton cover. Yeah. Okay, right? So, it's it can be done, okay? Right. Um, never cover Prince, right? No. I've never I've never once heard a Prince cover that I was like, oh, this I is got better. One. Okay, hit oh, okay. me. What? Okay, go ahead. Not not better. Okay. I mean, it can't be better than okay. Prince. Okay, okay. Uh, she is always in my hair from D'Angelo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. Okay. At that. But man, like he, um, it's like an off B side that Prince probably sing in his sleep. Yeah. You know, you um, know what? The Angelo does it. Yeah. You're man. fucking right. You know what? I'm going to shut the fuck up. Everything I just said, I take him back. That's, that's, a, that's a really good cover. He makes it like, you're right. Well, D'Angelo's so freaking sexy. So <laughs> this is true. This is very true. He puts more guitar in it than Prince had. How do you put more guitar into a Prince song and still make it more Dude, R&B? sometimes, like, that's the thing is sometimes, like, people that get a hold of Prince songs, and if they're in the right mindset, like, you can, you find out after, you know, it's like the Sinead O'Connor, you know, nothing compares right. to you, right? Like, yep. you know, I've heard Prince songs, I can't remember if they were recorded before or after she did hers, I think it was after, because... Yeah, I, I think he wrote it for her, I don't think yeah, it's a Yeah, but it's song. just like... He fucking nails it. Like, that's still an amazing song. But every time I hear that song, I'd rather... Not that I'm even a Sinead person, or even that yeah. song appeals to me, but it was kind of crammed down my throat when I was, like, 9 or 10 or whatever. Yeah, thought, right. Right? Like, I'm <laughs> like... Proxy. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'd rather just listen to the Sinead version, you know? Like, she kind of kills yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. So... I hate that Chris Cornell has kind of taken over that song. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've watched his version, and I'm like, meh, meh. Yeah. But people love when people die. Oh, yes, they, they do. <laughs> when they make cover songs. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's their song. Like, no, no that's Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> I know Prince wrote it. It's a freaking Sinead O'Connor song. For sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. Um, but uh, another one. That, oh, Deftones. Yeah. Well, when they, they did Drive. From the Cars. Yeah, but their drive. I mean, they've done drive. I mean, yeah, okay, they've done, but they've done so many fucking, so many covers, oh, man. That's that's my cover though. That I like. Is I that like yours? Is that the one you like? Yeah, I love. They do a Smiths cover that's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> they would, and they? they do. Um, 
What's that fucking song? Is it called Better Man by Leonard Skinner? <laughs> What's what fucking song is that? I I don't. If it's Leonard Skinner, I probably blocked it out. No, hold on. They do a really cool Leonard Skinner. Skinner. I'm looking it up. Fuck it. John's got his keyboard out. <laughs> he's he's Wikipedia live on the podcast. Yeah, God damn it. Simple Man. They do do they do a cover Simple Man. It's oh, actually pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Isn't it like kind of a thing that bands do like in the 90s, going back to the 90s stuff? That was like soundtracks were like the go-to thing for for people to record covers. Oh for. yeah, and the like, fucking bands made so much fucking money from those. Like And it was so generic too. Oh, I know, like, but like if you look at the band like Filter, you know, like yeah. you know, like uh Richard Patrick I think is the fucking singer and Robert Patrick's yeah. the Terminator 2 guy, right? Right. Because that His family brother, yeah. was already, like, in the industry or whatever. Like, Filter was never really that big of a band. I mean, they right. were big enough or whatever. Yeah. But, like, any fucking action movie or any chance they got to get a soundtrack spot, like, Filter was right there, regardless if oh, it was an right. original or a fucking cover. Yep. And most of the time it was covers, you know? Yeah. But it's just like, yeah. Uh, soundtrack song. Well, the D'Angelo song uh-huh. we just talked about was from Scream 2. Oh, was it on Scream 2? <laughs> it, star- it literally starts the movie. Oh, like, my God. You you hear the song before Dimension Pictures starts playing <laughs> on the screen. Like, if you would go watch Scream 2, like, the first thing you hear in the movie is a black screen. You hear him, like, chugging on the guitar. Yeah. And then it kicks into it, it, it before it even says the title. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, my God. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, I mean, we just talked Whitney Houston. That was from The Bodyguard. That was a soundtrack. Oh, man. Um, Fucking brings a tear to my eye just thinking about it. Yeah, I don't really care. I don't like that song. (laughs) I'm just thinking about Whitney Houston. Rest in peace. Um, Songs, if we're going to go talk about really quick the songs that are better than the original, like, I know you like the Pixies. Yes, I do. Um, Do you like the song Wave of Mutilation? Yeah, love it. Okay, me too. Uh, our boy Super Drag covered that. Oh, I haven't heard their version. I would be willing and, to check that out. Yeah, and they change it up just enough. And I believe that uh, Black actually commented on it before and said that he loved it. Oh, see, that's, you know, I will say this. Like, when original artists or the original bands, whatever, you know, are like, hey, I checked out your cover and actually thought it was pretty fucking dope, or just even comment on it. Like, I feel like that's pretty cool. Like, think of, think of, think of you were like Super Drag and like Frank Black's like, yo. Your version's actually a lot better than the one that I wrote. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. Like that's cool as hell, right? Yeah. So, like, check their version out because it's different, but it's just different. But um, that's a really good one. Um, okay, so here's what got me onto um, the topic of covers. Uh-huh. Um, there's the whole thing with Pantera that's got getting back together without you know, clearly the dudes died, but like they're gonna go on tour. Or whatever. I hate Pantera. Hold on. Can we acknowledge the Pixies cover of Head On, which is a Jesus and Mary Chain song? Uh, Yeah, which at the time I didn't know. I didn't know either. I I didn't know either. Yeah. But anyways, (laughs) I've checked out both and I'm like, I like the Pixies version. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fucking hypocrite all the way today. Okay, go back to Pantera. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Okay, I don't like. I don't like Pantera. Okay. I I understand they're problematic and basically racist, uh, but they have some songs. Well, the only song I ever liked from Pantera was from the Crow soundtrack. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and I'm like, okay, well, I kind of... It's not their song. It's a cover song. Dude! (laughs) The fucking Nine Inch Nails song on there? 
I had no idea right? was fucking uh, Joy Division. I had no fucking Division, idea. Yeah, call it more. I was. Yeah. I went. So <laughs> the first the first fucking date I took my wife out on, we went to uh, Control, which is like the biopic movie for Joy Division. Have you seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the first. That was my first date with her and then like i didn't know i'm straight up like i knew of new new order and i've heard the name joy division but i'd never right and i'm sitting there watching this fucking movie and i'm like joy division's fucking badass i'm like i know this song i've heard this song and then they play the fucking nine inch nails song and i was like (laughs) wait wait why they fucking play nine inch nails and i was like holy shit that's a fucking joy division song and i've heard it a thousand fucking times right I had. Well, I don't even know what the fucking song. They keep calling me, or I don't know the fucking name of the song is. Um, but anyways, that fu- yeah, I, I was like, "That's a Nine Inch Nails song." Nope, <laughs> Joy Division. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so I feel better about liking the Pantera song because <laughs> I like cause I, and I heard the original and they yeah. do it note for note. Like it's barely you can't even tell the difference. Right, but right. Like good, so I don't have to like the Pantera song right. anymore. I can just like the original. Yeah. Um, but that got, got me on the rabbit hole of thrash or metal bands covering songs. For sure. You know, Metallica did like that stupid Bob Seger garbage, oh. and they've covered. Didn't they? These what was before. that album called? Like Garage Inc. Wasn't that all like covers or whatever the fuck? Yeah, they did like covers, like stupid songs from like Thin Lizzy, and it and still stuff. sold like ten million fucking copies or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and all these bullshit. like all these people like my brother probably didn't even know that they were covers. Oh, songs I know. Like, oh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Turn the page. They're all mature now. Like, now it's Bob Seger. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, but okay. So Anthrax. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not. Never really was a big fan of Anthrax. Okay. I always like like all the, all their like contemporaries. I like better. You know. I like. Uh, I mean, I probably like Anthrax better than Metallica, but like I prefer Megadeth and Slayer and Testament and all those dudes. Right. Uh, to me, Anthrax was always like the clown shoes of the metal group. Dude, you know, Scott Ian or whatever his name is, like one of the tiniest dudes I've ever met. In my oh, entire life, right, dude. Um, and I'm not okay, trying so anyway. to be a dick about like height or body size, no, but I was just like, right. he's a little. My dude. goodness, this man is very, very, very small. <laughs> um. But the only record I actually actually like from Anthrax is the one when they had the different singer, John Bush. I don't know enough about Anthrax to even know that. I didn't okay. even know. Like... So to make this quick, yeah. uh, in the 90s when all the metal groups were dying because right. grunge killed everything, right, right, right. Uh, they had a different singer. His name was John Bush, and he was more of like a grunge type of singer. Sure. And they, they did, like, I think they was with him. He was with them for like seven or eight years, whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like looking it up as albums. you talk. Keep going, keep going. The album, uh, The Sound of White Noise, is pretty good because it doesn't sound like metal. It's kind of just like a more harder edged, um, you know, grunge. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it kind of got me on this deep dive looking at Pantera, Anthrax, blah, blah, blah. Anthrax in 1998 did a cover song, a cover version of Radiohead's "The Bends." Oh my god! I don't okay. even know if I want to listen to that because listen, I'll listen I'll to the up. original and I'll think of this, and if I hate it, it's going to ruin the fucking song. Okay, I actually love that song from Radiohead. Yes, um, exactly. I know it's basic, but um, Anthrax does a fantastic version. Oh, dude, don't and, even okay, say that up. to me right now. Hold up, no, no, it's good. But it goes back to the first point that you made. They don't do a thrash version of it. They uh-huh. don't do a, a gimmicky acoustic version. They do it note per note, like friggin' radio. But band. is it, like, heavier? It's a little heavier by nature because the guy's got a more 
just gruffer, meaner but like, voice than it has um, to but, have a little bit of anthrax thrash in it. Like it doesn't sound nothing like thrash. It's so what are they? I mean, what is the point of that? What's the point of that? Like what is I don't that? Know. I, I, it had to be just for for yucks, you know. Like, wow, Anthrax is going to play. Now I got to look that up. God damn it! Okay, write it down because when we're done here, you got to go listen to it. Because yeah, but and I was telling Kendon about this uh, because oh you know we okay. He hates metal. He hates thrash. Right, and, right. and when I told him like, oh, did you know that Anthrax did a Radiohead song? He's like, he probably you got as bad as I did. <laughs> no, he's like, this is totally on point for you. Found this. Um, but I think, and this is going to close this out, I think the reason why it's so good is because it's such a good song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the and original's think, so good that like you can't think, really fuck it up. I think it goes beyond Radiohead being, because I'm a fanboy for Radiohead, I'll defend him on anything yeah i mean we're but, two guys about to hit 40 and we're white like of course we. yeah like of course we like yeah. <laughs> right of passage yeah. but um but the thing about it is though we kind of forget how good they are at, at certain songs and it takes for someone else to do them and actually pull it off that's without fair. changing anything that's fair that's fair you know as long as you're not so, covering creep right how many fucking people oh have covered God. creep like j- j- I, just please don't we're good yeah, everybody's don't. good there just quit yeah. if you're going to do that. But, uh, so for people listening, if you don't like Anthrax, if you don't even like Radiohead. Hey, there you go. There's a nice crossroads. You know, there you go. Yeah. Check, check out the bends. Cause it was just like a, um, like a bonus track on some, like album. off an EP. What, what I was looking up, it was maybe on like an EP or some shit like that. Yeah. And it's on an EP from an era that everyone hated. Like Anthrax it, fans hate that guy. Apparently the EP is called Inside Out. Okay. Well, uh, they do a fantastic job and like, I didn't realize they had it in them. To do a Radiohead song, I mean, and it's it's not a complex Radiohead song, right, right. but it's not something that Radiohead like they were briefly in that. Yeah, that it was alternative a, yeah. rock vibe. Yep. You know, yep. that was a very short trend. I mean, I guess it was a logical transition from first to OK Computer. Blah, blah, no, blah, no, I think that Ben's is Radiohead's first album because Pablo Honey doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, I don't own it. I'll tell you that. I own all the other ones. I don't own that one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I like when, when people can introduce you uh, to, to acts that you didn't listen to before. Sure. Um, I think I covered it on the site a few years ago. There's a, an R&B artist named Brian Owens mm-hmm. who actually did an entire cover album of Johnny Cash songs. Oh, yeah. I do and remember it, that. Yeah. And it's called uh, Soul of Cash and is on release on vinyl from Soul Step Records. Yep. Another shout out to some dudes. Um but they do like a 60s R&B Motown kind of reinvention of all these Johnny love Cash it, love songs. It, love it. And love it. all real instruments. Uh, amazing, amazing stuff. But um, I grew up listening to Johnny Cash. I knew a lot of those songs, but I don't like a lot of those songs. Sure. So um, I could see where that would turn on his target audience to an artist that they probably wouldn't have listened to. Right. You know, R&B fans don't couldn't care less about johnny cash you probably know? not unless there's some old, <laughs> i mean unless there's some like old heads that maybe right um or you know you know maybe people who like anthrax don't like radiohead they should they should but i don't want to like anthrax even though i like radiohead i still don't really care for anthrax yeah the only song i like from anthrax is a radiohead cover oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah man I've worked for Anthrax a couple times. They're a little demanding, but they weren't me. Really? Yes. Well, uh, I saw... Th- what, again, here goes another one. Oh, God, story. here we go. I saw their singer 
like in the press area of uh, Riot. Yeah. And he's like this skinny old dude. And uh, he was just kind of walking around aimlessly. And I didn't even realize it was him. And then I realized it was him when I saw him on stage. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of felt bad that I didn't talk to him. Because <laughs> he just looked kind of lonely. He's like, please. Empty over doesn't there. anyone know that I'm the singer of Anthrax? <laughs> right. <laughs> So that's just going to about do it for this episode, I think. Um, What's some, uh, tell us in the comments or wherever this is posted or email us or hit us on Facebook or Twitter. What's some cover songs that you hate? What's some cover songs that you like? And what's that rare unicorn of a cover that's better than the original? Or if there's a cover on the Showgirl soundtrack that we did not discuss during this episode, please let us know in the comments. There has to be a cover. Easily, we just don't I know. Haven't, I haven't looked at the soundtrack album, but I'm pretty sure there has to be. Well, well, technically, the David Bowie song because he did do it later. Uh, we've with, I, we already talked about that, so he's technically covering himself. Okay, but I'm talking straight up cover. Okay, we don't even cover know. We don't even know. We don't even know. Don't, so let us know in the comments. Yes. So, so, whatever that singer was the the rock star or whatever on in the movie yeah. that she ends up kicking his head in oh the end. my god yeah I forgot about that I can't even think of his name but you know all he did was covers yes 100% this <laughs> is a Vegas act come on right exactly where covers come from um, alright so uh, I guess that'll about do it for this episode we'll have a new episode next month the next episode will be the Halloween Spooktacular. Because <gasps> by the time you're listening to this, you know, it'll be September. September. Hopefully we can get some horror stuff going. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, like, subscribe. Tell your friends. Or whatever. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> this has been the Crush Monocle Podcast. I'm your host, Coop. I'm John. And uh, we're out. Okay, thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.